It's Matt and Lizzie in the morning. And did you realize that people can listen to us anytime they want? They can? Non-stop if they wanted no. to. No. Yeah, it's Matt and Lizzie on demand. <gasps> and it starts right now. It's Matt and Lizzie in the morning. morning. First thing in the morning. For one hit music station, because we can. Yeah. Because we can. Yeah. We're extending that Labor Day throwback weekend into today. Because we can. Because we can, number one. And number two, it's cloudy and mm. Mm. And today's kind of like a Monday mm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're going to carry that out. Okay, a couple things to keep on your radar this morning. Uh-huh. Um, I forgot. Oh, yeah, okay. Ario Speedwagon tickets. Right. Less than an hour away. We'll do those at 720. Moose Morning Show Mindbender. Bright and early. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, that's right. I forgot again. The question that we're asking you this morning, it's kind of yeah, a twofer. It's cool. I like adding, I like doing a two-part question. That way, if you don't have an answer for the first part, maybe you'll have an answer for the second one. Um, and we already have, oh my God, we have uh, three dozen comments already. I just put this up. Get it. Uh, the question today is, what is your hometown's <laughs> claim to fame <laughs> slash nickname? That's so, right. So, does your hometown have a nickname? It could be flattering or otherwise, like the Dirty Lou or Disgusta, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so, we, we want to know, what is your hometown's nickname? And if you're not from Maine, that's okay. We still want to know. Now, where did you uh, live in Pennsylvania before you came to Maine? I was born in York. A uh, lot of family in Easton Nazareth. I never, I had never heard of a bad nickname for. Where what about I was a claim to yet. fame? What would someone say about York, Pennsylvania? Uh, now that's not corn, Amish country corn. down there, is it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it is. Okay, so that is part yeah, of the Amish but country. Corn there. is what I think of. Really? Okay. Lots of corn because we had cornfields in our backyard and stuff. Yeah. But, like, I love that. Beauty. It was all beautiful yeah. there. And then my life got ripped apart, and I got moved up here. So York. York, Pennsylvania is similar to like rural parts of Maine. That it's not like it's not like a Philadelphia type part. Of it's it. not the city. Yeah. No, it's like York is like suburban, but lots of fields, and there's Amish in certain parts. Yeah, yeah, totally. sure. Totes, quilts, <laughs> milk, white popsicles. That's what I remember. Sounds like you're describing Windsor. Is <laughs> Matt in lead? That is numb. Good morning, Matt and Lizzie in the morning. Jumping right in, even though it's cloudy right now. It's overcast. It's overcast. It's time for your ray of sunshine. It's all powered by Kennebec Savings Bank. KSB, baby. Community strong for more than 150 years. A pair of long-lost brothers were separated as, is separated as children in 1945. Okay. And then this is what happened 77 years later. Ted Nobbs, 83, and brother... It says G-E-O-F-F, but I think it's pronounced Jeff instead of G-O-F. Yeah. That, that's I correct. I just want to make that clear. So anyway, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, they've spent they spent more than seven decades, uh, ten thousand miles apart after their family was divided up at the end of the Second World War. And it's because wow. their father wasn't able to cope with caring for Jeff, who was one uh, age one at the time, and decided to offer him up for adoption. So Jeff had later on moved to Australia in 1951. Um, at the age of seven, and he'd lived there ever since. They were 10,000 miles away from each other. Uh, the first brother, Ted, did a few searches, and he was unable to find him back in 1994, and then he did it again in 2004. Uh, but their luck changed in 2014, four years later, when the eldest brother, John, had passed away when Jeff tracked Ted down and sent him a letter. Wow. A letter from Jeff just landed on Barry's Ted's doorstep out of the blue. We were all reunited on a phone call and it was absolutely wonderful catching up. And he planned to come over to England for his 80th birthday. That's unreal. But red tape had pulled him away from doing that because COVID had kicked in. However, they haven't, one of the guys hadn't flown for 50 years. So once all the COVID stuff was done, he had to get a passport again. 
He was a little bit nervous, but he got on a plane and they reunited for the first time in 77 years. They, the brothers were able to see each other. That's amazing. Yes. It's one of those beautiful things where you just never give up hope. And he's in this picture holding up um, a picture, a black and white of them when they were little kids. And oh, just it brings a tear to my eye. So moral of the story, never give up hope. And that's your ray of sunnies. That's a ray of sunnies. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I got it. I got it. One <laughs> hit music station. It's Matt and Lizzie in the morning, live from the Damon's Beverage Studios. What a weekend, man. Between the wrap up of the Windsor Fair and all the shows. That came to Bangor, uh, Aerosmith, two Luke Combs shows. We were there for all of it. I was not there for the Saturday Luke Combs show, which actually ended up to be quite a bummer because my wife got <laughs> to go backstage and hang out with uh, Mitchell Tenpenny and Luke. Uh, and they had it just what a, I'll let her t- talk about it. We've got her on the phones. Uh, so good morning to my wife, Carrie. We, we just sort of want to ask you, what was that experience like getting to go backstage in Bangor uh, and meet these people? It's literally, I don't even have words. It was, it was awesome. You, I mean, they, they give you this little tag and you go out back and you have to go through a couple gates of security. And so we walked out back first and we met Mitchell Tenpenny and he hung out with us. Super cool. He's looking for a wedding DJ, October 23rd. On it like um, poop on it. <laughs> and then we went back out to watch Morgan Wade, her opening act, and then we came back after she was done. Um, and we had, like, our own little setup where there was, like, a, an open bar and snacks and all kinds of stuff. And let, then- let me clarify here. I... It- there were, first of all, the group that was doing this backstage, this hangout session with Luke Combs, only like five or six people, very small group. And uh, you guys had your own trailer. There was a trailer what? back there yeah. just for them. We had the our open own trailer. Bar, it was filled with and vodka. Whiskey, and- yeah, whiskey, vodka, uh, obviously Miller Lite for Luke Combs. Um, and you could was, make your own drinks. Awesome. You could just mix up your own drinks. And then um, yeah. I'll let you get into all the details of how it went. But basically, Luke Combs just came came out, and they all hung out next to a fire pit out back and just shot the breeze. Wow. Yeah, so she said, okay. She's like, you know, Luke's ready for us. And all of a sudden, we turned the corner, and he's just standing there outside of his trailer. And he had a little, not his bus. They had, a, like, a little trailer for him. And they, they had, like, a fire pit out there. And he's just standing there, like, I... I had so many things that I wanted to say and ask him, and I didn't ask him anything or, or I didn't, none of the stuff that I had pre-planned because right. I, he, I just couldn't stop thinking that Luke Combs is literally standing in front of me. We are just standing in a little circle like you would your friends, just talking. So, he hung out with us for about 20 minutes. If you were that close, what did he smell like? Did- I asked her the same <laughs> thing. I said, what did he I smell need like? to know. He did. He did smell good because obviously, when I stood next to him for a picture, I had to like breathe in to see. Uh, <laughs> you had to suck in his ambiance yes. into your lungs. You got yeah. pulled into his but, orbit. <laughs> no, but it was awesome. We talked for a little bit, and then um, he took pictures, and everybody got to take him on their own cell phones. They didn't have to like buy any pictures or anything. Um, and when he was done with pictures, I walked up to him and I asked him. You know, if he had a Sharpie, because I had brought a couple things for him to sign. Um, and I, North Country Harley Davidson actually uh, gifted him a, a t-shirt from there and a little shirt for his son, Tex. 
so he accepted it, and he I gave the little cool and i can't stop thinking about it now <laughs> yeah that's amazing i i had a wedding that night so i couldn't be there but uh i'm just i'm so happy that you got to do this this has been like your number one bucket yeah. list item for years yeah now it's gonna feel sucky when i go to a concert and don't get to meet him exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're gonna expect that now now you're gonna expect Every so much is. more Every time I should be allowed to go out backstage and talk to him before the show. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you set I a precedent. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. I second that. Mm-hmm. That what a great, ex- what a cool experience. I mean, and and it's not like just any artist either. You know, whether you like Luke Combs or not, uh, he is literally the number one country superstar on the globe right now. He he's it. I mean, if you Google search who's the biggest country act in the world, Luke Combs is it right now. Uh, well, and that's, that's the thing cool. is like you and I have been following him since he was nobody. We just yeah, randomly found him on found YouTube, him on YouTube yeah. and knew that he'd be big one day. So I feel like we've been like part of his journey. We've like seen him grow and like he is the one person I wanted to meet. Like it would be cool to like meet like other other country stars, but I, I could really care less compared to getting to meet him. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool, babe. That's so cool. So now that you've met now that you've met Luke Combs, it's way less cool that you have a husband that's on the radio. That's- <laughs> Nobody cares. 100%. Yeah, all right. Okay. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Is Matt and Lizzie in the morning? I'll be your bestie. Every morning, first thing. I'm screaming. 92 Moose. 92.3. All right. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Good morning, 92 Moose. Say good morning, Matt. Good morning, Matt. Oh, hello. Now, now ask if you can say good morning to Lizzie. Can you say good morning to Lizzie? Oh. Hi, who am I talking to right now? What's your name? Hannah and Sam. Hannah and Samuel from the Windsor Fair. Oh, hello, my friends. Thank you for calling. I'm so glad you did. Did you have fun at the Windsor Fair? Yeah. Now, I met these two beauts at the Windsor Fair. They came up and they chatted with me, and I just fell in love with them. Yeah. Thank you guys for calling so much. Anything else you want to say? The stage is yours. Have a good day. Have a good day. I will now. Thanks, guys. Do you also hope that I have a good day or just Lizzie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. gosh. Hey, thank you so much for calling, you guys. Uh, have a great day. You too. Bye, Thanks. guys. Bye. <laughs> if I'm not telling my wife, I'm not telling the rest of you. Okay. <laughs> Seven away from eight o'clock. It's time for the Moose Morning Show Tweets of the Day. All powered by our friends at the Ground Round Sports Grill and Tap Room. That's right, baby. Let's see what's trending here on Twitter. This is from at Ballin' Rourke. My plants are so damn dramatic. Girl, get up. You're not dead. Girl. (laughs) This is uh, from Not Today, Eric. Welcome to your 40s. Now, will you please stop talking about wine? (laughs) It does seem like everyone talks about wine the older they get. I like the cab. When they call Cabernet Cab. Oh, my word. I like the cab. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you Mm. can't just say the rest of the word. Cabernet Sauvignon. This is from a Dan Reagan. Restaurant salad only comes one of two ways. Mm. Lettuce chopped to the size of rice or a head of lettuce split in two. Can I have a wedge? That's it. Yeah, a wedge. Can I have right. a wedge? From Naley 18, maybe. <laughs> in case you were wondering about my age, today I injured my arm picking up a cup. <sighs> mm. I can relate. I hurt myself and I don't even know how it's happened. I don't understand my injuries anymore. Me neither. This is from it. I hide from my kids. Okay. Last night, I sat my husband down and told him I wanted a third kid. Mm. I'm so glad we both agreed to the kitchen renovation. 
<laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, I want to give you two more because these are both hilarious. Okay. Uh, charcuterie boards be like, whoops, charcuterie boards be like, do you want some room temperature meats and some sweating cheese with slightly hard edges? It's accurate. It's not even funny. It's just accurate. I uh, will give you this as your bonus tweet because I think it's hysterical, and one of my kids would definitely say this. Okay. This is from at Uncle Mom. Uh-huh. After I dropped my daughter off at college, my youngest son said to me, we're finally empty nesters. Let's start traveling. Some of this morning show tweets of the day. She's got crazy. Number one, hit music station. Good morning. Hello. Matt and Lizzie in the morning. Sorry, I was dancing very aggressively to I Got a Feeling by the Black Eyed Peas. And Sunday night, I actually posted a photo of this. Uh, why? Because I'm just a weirdo. But the, the guy in front of me at the Aerosmith concert was dancing so hard he danced his pants right up his butt crack. I saw that. You saw that, yeah. I had to zoom in because I was like, what is that? Yeah. And then I noticed there was two cheeks and that those pants. Those, <laughs> those pants, those were, pants were real ooh, in there. Yeah. They were up there good. That, that would have had to be like a dig to get them out. Oh, definitely a dig. You, you know? need those little those grabbers you, you know, need that the older people use. For that. So, <laughs> anyways, it's Matt and Lizzie in the morning. And we've been talking about this for uh, a little while now. And the time has come. Lizzie brought in a very unique watermelon, and you were just telling me a little bit about this, and uh, you also said that you don't expect it to taste good, so that's great. Right. Well, listen, I brought in a water, yellow watermelon because Janie Panties, my wife, and I found this at the produce section at the grocery store. So I thought to myself, self, when Adam and Eve were, like, chilling in that paradise garden spot... At the like the biblical days. So you were at Hannaford and it took you back to the biblical days. Probably like Very... naked and probably afraid because we know that they what? were naked. Staring at forbidden fruit, forbidden fruit, forbidden fruit. I wonder if the yellow watermelon was like there. And if it was there, would they try that instead of like the juicy apple? Maybe things would have been different. What did they call this watermelon? What's the nickname for it? The Desert King because it's so hydrated. It has like a, more like lots of water in it, I guess. So they said that it's not very flavorful, but we're going to be the, the and judges. And you said it's not very common? It's it's very rare in the United States, but it's very common in the African continent. All right. Let me... Because uh, that's where it's from. Here, let me try a bite first, because I can only film one of us at a bite, time. Film yourself. We're on Facebook Live, by the way. Taking, okay. a, taking a big... Smell, it smells pretty much like a regular watermelon. It smells exactly like a watermelon. I can't smell the yellow at all. <laughs> I can't smell the yellow. He's, he took a bite. He's chewing. Tastes he, like a watermelon to me. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't taste anything different. You go ahead. Okay. Now, all right, I'm getting some aftertaste. They're very, very juicy. It's all over your face. That's the point. Oh, okay. It, it, the aftertaste is different. very sexy. When you bite into it, it's, it's delicious. It's, uh, it tastes like a watermelon. There's a bit of an aftertaste that's a, maybe a little different. Than a regular, you know like, what? red or pink watermelon or whatever. I taste the yellow now. Yeah, right. I can it's, taste the it's yellow. It's on the back side, though. It's on the back side. It's that back side. Yeah. It's hitting the back of the throat right oh. now. I did this like it's I do good. a bourbon tasting. Smell it, you know. Right. Sample it a little bit. Then you got to get your, your taste while it's on the tongue. And then you get the uh, you get the back end there, if you will. I don't know. It's just, it, it really pulled me in because my fruit fantasies are very exotic. And I think that, like. What the hell is a fruit? The, you know what? Don't you even think about fruit that. fantasies. You Don't think about being that. in the summer and it's really hot and you're biting into a juicy red apple or watermelon and it just dribbles down your chin and you're going, and you're like spitting out the things. You're sitting on the step as a kid. Like it's a, it's a fruit fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. I get that. <laughs> but I think it tastes good, but I don't think it tastes as good as a red watermelon. Yeah. I think it's not as sweet. I can't. The yellow I, I'm, taste Unfortunately, that I'm not going to be able to finish this either way because. It's a fruit and or vegetable. I know, so, yeah. <laughs> My favorite show. Don't stop, don't stop. 90.9.